Yeah. It, the tendency, though, is when that doesn't happen, and, and this is going to get me onto a sermon, um, the tendency, though, is when we don't gather to hear the Word of God, we tend to leave it alone. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, hey, we found, the, look at this. But that's even true in our own day. That whenever we forsake the assembling together, as Hebrews 10 talks about, um, then what typically happens is this becomes more of a nightstand piece and not something that's read. That's been my experience. Um, it's been my experience with you know, people in church. And I'm not saying it's all the way across the board as a whole, but I am going to say the percentages are very much in my favor of that being the case. When you forsake assembling together and gathering to hear the word of the God and to worship and to celebrate and to pray and to do those things, typically what takes place is this loses value and it becomes something you put on the shelf. Now, like I said, I'm not saying that that's always, but I will say, like I said, the percentages are highly in favor of that. All right, Numbers chapter 10. Numbers chapter 10. Tonight, I just want to kind of give you some thoughts of the fact that trumpets are an important part of Israelite life. They were an important part of, of how they, they um, did, and they were sounded for different reasons in order to get the attention of, of the people. Um, reading, starting in verse 1, the Lord said to Moses, make two trumpets of hammered silver and use them for calling the community together and for having the camp set out. When both are sounded, the whole community is to assemble before you at the entrance to the tent of meeting. If only one is sounded, the leaders, the heads of the clans of Israel, are to assemble before you. When a trumpet blast is sounded, the tribes camping on the east are to set out. At the sounding of a second blast, the camps on the south are to set out. The, camp, the blast will be the signal for them to setting out. To gather the assembly, blow the trumpets, but not with the signal for setting out. The sons of Aaron, the priests, are to blow the trumpets. This is to be a lasting ordinance for you and the generations to come. When you go into battle in your own land against the enemy who is oppressing you, sound a blast on the trumpets. Then you will be remembered by the Lord your God and rescued from your enemies. Verse 10, also at your times of rejoicing, your appointed festivals and new moon feast, you are to sound the trumpets over your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, and they will be a memorial for you before your God. I am the Lord your God. And so there were some different reasons why they would sound trumpets. They would sound them to gather people for worship. They would sound them to go off to war. They would sound them to gather them for feasts. And they would also uh, signal the start or the finish of something, typically. Those are the, the reasons why that happened. The sounds were different depending on what the people were to be called for. Um, and it was imperative that they knew how to distinguish between the calls of the trumpet. 
For instance, you wouldn't want to show up for worship. It was, you didn't want to respond to a call to worship by showing up with your battle armor on. Okay? And by the same token, you didn't want to show up for battle with your hymn book in your hand. You wanted to be ready. And uh, this, this call to arms, it was um, God gave the instructions for blowing the trumpet. And God would call them to battle and promise them victory. Um, if, but the thing is, is the people had to choose. It was their responsibility to choose to respond. God would promise them victory, um, but they had to go out and march out and fight. Um, God won't make you yield to the call. His responsibility is, to, is uh, when you blow the trumpet to hear as many, um, too many hear God. This is something I found um, from, from a pastor. He said, too many hear God blow a trumpet for worship and they're willing to respond. But when he blows the trumpet to fight, we want to sit back and rest. I thought that was interesting. An interesting thought. Um, I, I, you know, I think of one of the, the most famous passages of Scripture where trumpets were involved in a battle was Jericho. Um, and how many of you know Jericho was not really a sound strategically battle strategy. Six days, show up, walk around the city one time, go home. Once every day. Seven days, walk around it seven times, and then blow the trumpet and praise. What? But the trumpet blast, just like it was said here in Numbers, God fought the battle. He took down the wall. But what did the Israelites have to do? They had to go in and destroy everything. Right? That's what got them into trouble, because somebody didn't do that. They hid some things in their tent and got in trouble. But that's the same kind of thought process with trumpets. Now, I promised you an awesome ending. And so before I get to this awesome ending... I want to, to just kind of take some thoughts, some comments, some questions, and then we're going to get to this amazing ending um, here tonight.